What's up, everybody? My name is Cordell, the main host of my new podcast called Catching Up with Corey. And today, on a Tuesday, I decided why not do a chit chat with my good friend Miriam. She's with me at the moment. She also has a podcast called I Have Something to Say, and we're just gonna have a little chit chat, and we'll see how this goes. So, Miriam, how are you today? Hey girl, hey, I'm doing good. Hey girl, I'm good. Thank God this thing actually works. I was so nervous. Oh God, I was kind of nervous too because I didn't know if I had to record or if yeah. I didn't know how it was going to work out. Yeah, but hopefully it did. We're using the app called Zoom, so hopefully that works out. We're recording for 40 minutes, so let's just see if that starts. So let's start with a simple topic the coronavirus honestly it's mad it's crazy isn't it crazy it's mad so honestly for me like i didn't take it i didn't take it seriously until like it reached our country and i was like oh we really out here like what was your reaction when it came to ireland or the country when it first got here i wasn't really bothered by it i was just like yeah it's gonna go away you know people get sick all the time we're gonna be fine and then i i start seeing the news and more yeah. cases people are dying i got scared for a bit but then i was like why am i scared god has my back so like exactly exactly stay home and me and my family are gonna be protected so are my friends so i wasn't i'm not really too bothered by all this so mm-hmm. yeah I know we're going to be fine, so, yeah. I think the funny thing is that, like, when it first, you know, was discovered, people were, like, making fun of it, making memes about it until it actually reached their country. Like, for me, like, school was even cancelled. That's when I knew this is actually serious. And um, it kind of, like, affected my schedule in general. Like, now, if anybody doesn't know, but, like, we do online school, so it's kind of difficult i guess well i think it's easier but i don't know how you react to it like how do you find like online school i am so overwhelmed by it i was mm-hmm. fine at the start because i could keep up with everything but you mm-hmm. know when that one day you decide not to do any work and you start yeah. procrastinating and then it starts it starts building up and then you i know it's mad oh, it's crazy so it's i'm really just trying to way too crazy for me right now so yeah so when you say like you're overwhelmed like do you have like a schedule or what is it I, the thing is i don't have a schedule because oh, no, every single day, I'm sorry but every single day i'm gonna go to bed early i'm gonna wake up i'm gonna work out have a nice breakfast and then mm-hmm. i'm gonna get to work and then i get to bed and i was like okay one more episode and i'll go to bed and that one episode turns into the whole season and it just doesn't work it Uh-oh. just doesn't work for me yeah that's what i'm dealing with right now i'm completely it's not easy at all yeah i'm completely the opposite to be honest with you like i literally have a schedule like at eight o'clock i wake up and then i um take a shower meditate stuff like that and then i start whatever i need to do like my online things and then i start with homework so I'm more disciplined than you. <laughs> so yeah, I definitely. And I, I need to get on your level. I need to get on your level. Yeah, you need to. I need to fix myself. Because ASAP. I was so good at the start. I was waking up. I was going to the park for a run in the morning. I'd come back home, make a healthy breakfast, mm-hmm. work out, do my work. I was good. Until one day, I stopped doing good and then it became a pattern. And I don't like it. So... Working yeah, you on that still. I'll change it. Yeah, definitely do. Um, I basically um went to my Instagram and social and I was asking my audience what they want to discuss in their um in the podcast. And one question was, um, how do you manage pro- productivity and discipline during these difficult times? And I, we're actually talking about it at this moment. And like in your view, how would you yeah. make a balance if you say? Okay, I would say um, having a either a calendar or having a copy that you note down everything the night before you go to bed, grab a book or something, write down all the stuff that you're going to do the 
next day mm-hmm. and try to stick by it, I feel like that's really helpful because that's what I was doing before. When I had everything organized and I knew what I was going to do when I wake up early in the morning, yeah. it was so easy for me to just get up and do whatever I have to do because I already had my day planned out, you know? So I feel like that's really helpful. Um, that's usually what I do when you have school anyway. So oh, yeah, okay. that's, that's what I do, yeah. That's good. Um, I agree with you, but I don't use a calendar. I have like a planner at home and I usually just plan my day out. And I do it like in the morning because I meditate in the morning and then I write down what I need to do just to clear my mind. I think for me, like just for me personally, I don't like doing that. I did that once and it kind of just made me stress about, oh, I need to do this and do that and do that. Like when I was sleeping. So I hardly do that. But um, um, I definitely recommend um, for productivity definitely getting organized um i heard this one thing when i was just been watching my videos and it was saying like you have to know the pain and pleasure like discipline like nobody likes discipline like absolutely nobody likes discipline but i'm kind of grateful since you know my mom she comes from a strict background i don't know for you Mm -hmm. but maybe also they're really big on you know discipline so i would say like my question would be like, how do you manage discipline in these difficult times? Well, that's a very good question. Do I have the answer to it? Maybe, but <laughs> I just feel like, I don't even know because my parents are strict, but they're not that mm-hmm. strict. Yeah, They're strict in certain things, like going out and coming back home late, that mm-hmm. type of strict. But like, when it comes to being organized, they are still strict, but like they'll let me off if you get what I mean. Yeah. So when it comes to discipline, I just try my hardest to stick to what I have to do just so it doesn't go bad and I start like going backwards instead of going forward. Definitely. So, yeah. Well, yeah. speaking on going backwards, I mean, going forward instead of going backwards, I wanted to say like, before the whole coronavirus came on, like, what was your hopes and like your dreams and your plans for 2020 before all this chaos started? Oh, when we first got into 2020, I had my mindset of, and I was like, yeah. this is gonna be my year. And yeah. my, my mind hasn't changed. I know that this is still gonna be my year, regardless yeah. of anything that happens. Um, so by this is gonna be my year, I mean development as. Um, a person just developing mm-hmm. as a person if by the end of the year I'm able to say that I grew as a person and I'm more forgiving towards people and towards myself yeah. and I've learned self-discipline self-awareness all that if I can say that by the end of the year that's like my biggest accomplishment because I feel like I haven't always been this person to be focused on me and to yeah. actually spend time with myself and like put an effort to try to be happy so now that I've realized the problem I'm trying to solve the problem so my plans were I'm just gonna be a better person I'm gonna be the best version of myself this year and I also had like a few like business ideas that I I was really um, excited about I'm still excited about and it's still gonna happen girl (laughs) I got a lot of ideas in my head this head right here is just a machine you know so, <laughs> I, yeah <laughs> I mean you have similar mindset if you know what I mean um yeah I totally go, agree yeah I'm gonna go forward with your podcast um uh, I have something to say I listen to it and I'm really a fan of it am I gonna lie I love really? yeah I did it because it was like it was similar to my thing, so I was like, mm, you know what I mean? But the only thing, I was just like, why is yours yeah. more longer than mine? I'm just like, how? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you talked about spirituality, and I really like that. And I yeah. talked about, do you think um, your spirituality kind of grounds you as a person? Yes, yes, it does. I feel like being connected to god um, Mm -hmm. and just having a relationship with god and like it just grounds me as a person and i feel like it's my my safety you know when i'm going through a crisis i always know where to run to i always have a direction no matter how bad my life is 
no matter how stressed I am, I always have a direction and I always know where to go because I have him. And like, he is basically my guide, my way, my path, yeah. my instruction. Yeah. So like, it's like I always have a path to <laughs> So annoying. Ah, okay. So my question was, uh, what was it again? Oh my gosh. Um, between the old you and the new you. Oh, you're there still. Is, yeah. No, no, no. There's a huge difference because. Um, what can I say? Let's say two, three years ago, right? Okay. I was in a very dark place and I was depressed. I found God, and it, it's just been different since then. You know. Yeah, what a um, I strongly believe that <laughs> God cured my depression because oh, yeah. um, I'm going to share a little testimony, okay, while we're at it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so basically, um, I don't know if you remember the story in Dublin. I don't know if you went there. Oh, yes. Um, but I will always forget that day because it changed my life. Drastically, like for the audience, nice tribute for the audience. Could you like say what a serving Dublin is in case you don't Basically, know? Basically, um, it's an event like you do worship, um, a lot of worship, which is mm-hmm. amazing because I love worship. There's worship, there's like people from different counties, they all come together, they pray, um, they praise the Lord, they hear the it's basically like a service. You know? yes. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. To put it in in simpler words, it's a service. So when I went there, I went there with an open heart, and I had faith that that was a day that I was gonna come out as a different person. Yeah. Because I just felt like if I was going there, it was for a reason. Mm-hmm. Let's even let's let's start from the start. So basically, I. I wasn't completely informed about the event. I didn't know you had to buy tickets and pay for the bus. I thought that once you pay for the bus, you can just go in and they'll let you in. So I pay for the bus and then we're there on our way, singing, praising, whatever, whatever. We get there and I'm freaking out because I'm like, oh my God, like, what am I going to do now? I don't have have, um, money for tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have enough money either, so I just waited there and I was so scared and I was like, well, I guess I'm going back home. And then the girl just looked at me and she was like, okay, get in. So I got in for free and I was like, oh. That is mad. That is so mad. Like, <laughs> this is crazy. That's God right um, there. No, this story actually isn't from the Serving Dolman. I remember now. This for, this was from Radical Rampage, which is what's mm-hmm. basically, it was like disturbing Dublin part two, but like, I just want to throw that in yeah. there, that God actually works. But going back to the studio in Dublin, I got there and I remember the very first person to share the, their testimony. I think it was a girl called Enola, but I'm not sure, so don't quote mm-hmm. me on that. But anyways, she basically shared her story and mm-hmm. I could relate to it so much. I just started bawling my eyes out crying. I was crying wow. and crying and crying. I was just like, God, if you did it for her, I know you're going to do it for me. I know you'll do it for me. Yeah. And then basically, fast forward, they're calling out people to go to the front, blah, 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 because, you know, they're going to pray for you and all that. Mm-hmm. And in my heart, I was just like, God, I know you're here. I can feel your presence. Please just take all this sadness away. Take yeah. this depression away. I don't want to feel this this way anymore, basically. And while I was praying, I was also praying that the girl that I was related to, that she would be the one to pray for me because obviously mm-hmm. she's been through that and she knows how hard it is. So mm-hmm. I was like, if she could pray for me, it would be great. And then I opened my eyes and turned around. It's the girl that I've been praying for. And I was like, God, I see you and I see you working, okay? So basically she prayed for me. And after that, I just felt like a completely different person. Mm -hmm. I remember coming back home so happy, telling everyone about my experience. It was amazing. I had visions in that place. It was crazy. It was Uh crazy. So yeah. 
that's kind of my journey with God. So, yeah. And when you were talking about you um, handling sadness, after when God supposedly healed you, did you find, did you like follow any practical ways, like any physical ways, you know what I mean? Besides praying. Uh, Besides praying. Hmm. Well, I kind of started writing songs as well and like worshiping. Mm -hmm. Even though I'm not the best singer, I still (laughs) write, you know? Yeah. Because sometimes I could be praying and then I feel the Holy Spirit speak to me and then I I just start, you know, singing. Yeah. And I usually write them down on my phone and I just keep them there. So that's another thing that I started doing. So, yeah. No, that's nice. And do you want to take that as a serious passion or just something that's just there in the corner? Look, right now it's just something that is in the corner, but <laughs> I wouldn't mind. <laughs> I wouldn't mind. Yeah, okay. Having a singing career, but I'm not the best singer, so... It's something that if I really wanted to do, I yeah. could do it, but I had to feel like a lot of effort and get a coach to teach me how to use my voice properly, you know. Mm-hmm. And right now I have a lot on my plate, so let's leave singing for the singers, okay? So, yeah. <laughs> let's do that. Let's do that. <laughs> okay. Um, what would you say would be, what would you say, what word would describe you if I met you yesterday? And somebody asked me to describe you with one word. What do you think that word would be? Hmm. <clears throat> Gosh, you've been asking me hard questions. Damn, girl. Come on, wow. we gotta throw my hundred. We need playing. Well, I, don't know, I don't even know how to describe myself. Like, well, I, I would say a lot of light because. Mm. I'm a very funny person. I talk a lot. I'm very talkative. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I talk yes. a lot. He talks um, well. I would say kindness is one of the things that I'm really proud of because I'd say I'm a kind person. So yeah, I'd say light just kind of embodies all that. So yeah. Okay, my favorite part of the podcast I've been planning with this with you drum roll please sing <laughs> versus relationships oh, oh wow. <laughs> let's go okay. I'm gonna start I'm gonna start so guys you know me your girl your girl Corey I haven't actually been in a relationship since birth um you know, boyfriends here and there, but like primary school, you know what I mean? But um, mm-hmm. I never had experienced a relationship before. I know Miriam has low-key jealous, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> to be honest with you, I if I had to pick between singleness and relationship, I would say singleness. And I'm going to say, and I'm going to tell you why. Because I'm a very independent person. And I just mm-hmm. feel like if I have God and me, then I'm completely fine. You know what I mean? He can fill up my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I really feel like as well, like relationship, anything that's good takes like a lot of time. And again, for me, like I'm hustling. I'm really trying, you know, this podcast and also like being consistent with my social media. I don't think I'll have time for an, a significant other, you know, but, mm-hmm. you know, relationship is here and there. So that's why I kind of would pick singleness over relationship. say that singleness is amazing as much as I love relationships singleness is an amazing time and I cannot stress this Thank enough you. You if you're single you. right now if you're single right now and you are stressing finding someone stay single because you yeah. are not ready to get in a relationship I feel like you're ready for a relationship when you've got everything together not necessarily everything but yeah basically yeah. start with my excuse my friends but you got your shit together and oh, oh. you basically don't feel that need of like 
oh my god there's something missing i need someone else when you feel like you're craving someone else so bad you still have a lot of stuff to work on yourself yeah and you have to reach the point of simply not caring because if you don't reach that point of not caring you're never going to reach the point of okay I'm ready for a relationship right now because I feel like when people just crave it so bad and they actually get into a relationship, mm-hmm. they start letting a lot of things slide. Wow, a I lot didn't... of things that shouldn't be happening. That's you true. Know? Yeah. When, like, let's say um, your significant other gets angry at them and gets violent or something like that, not mm-hmm. even that. They just do stuff they're not supposed to be doing. And you forgive them because you're so scared of being alone. Yes. And that that shouldn't be that shouldn't be something that you should be allowing, you know? Yeah. Um, and I just feel like it takes a lot of time for you to get to that place, that stage in your life where yeah. you're actually like, I enjoy being single. It's a good thing. If you don't enjoy being single, trust me, you you you're not ready for a relationship. You're not mm-hmm. built for a relationship if you can't yeah. even enjoy your own company. Like what are you gonna do when that person is not around? Cry yourself to sleep, you know? Wow. I just feel like singleness is an amazing time. And I feel like every single person that is single right now should take as much advantage of it as they can because once you're cuffed, trust mm-hmm. me, all that independence you got going on, you're not really gonna have that 100% like you used to. Mm-hmm. And your time, the time that you used to spend all on yourself, you're not, you now have to divide it in half for you and for the other person, you know? So yeah. I just feel like take your singleness as an advantage, you know? Mm-hmm. Because your singleness is gonna be as good as your relationship. If your if your singleness is bad, you're not building a strong enough foundation for your relationship, you know? Mm-hmm. If when you're single, you're not working on yourself, well, when you get into a relationship, it's gonna crumble and it's gonna fall. Yeah. So yeah. I just, the advice I would give to all the single people out there, live your life and enjoy it. Enjoy your own company. Take yourself on a date, okay? I know yeah, it sounds very that. bad. I'm gonna do and that. I know it sounds, it sounds um, cringy for some people, but to me, it's amazing, okay? Take yourself out on a date, like go, di- go shopping, um, get ready, you know, get your hair done, your nails done, whatever you like doing. Um, go to the spa, go for dinner, buy yourself a new book, take care of yourself while you're single. So that when you get into a relationship, you still got all that and you're not faced by by whatever people do. You know, I'm just not impressed anymore with <laughs> a lot of the things that people do. Because if I had all that time to do that for myself, why should I be impressed when you same if I can do it myself you know I just don't get impressed anymore yeah like it's gonna take a lot of effort for you to impress me so no you're spitting facts like low-key this <laughs> you just opened my eyes just a little bit I'm like oh you're taking notes um as you should so I'm taking notes see this is why I love Miriam because she's so full of knowledge of her past. She uses her past as knowledge. And that's what I like about her. Um, where do, would you see yourself in five years? Five years. Five years. I see myself being successful. And mm-hmm. successful has a lot of different definitions. Yes. Some people might think that success equals money. Mm-hmm. Some people might think that success equals happiness. For me, success equals happiness, but also being comfortable enough. You get mm-hmm. me? Yeah. Because there's one thing, um, there's one thing which is having a lot of money and being unhappy. Yeah. And there's another thing, having enough money and being happy. And that's what I want for myself. In five years, I see my business growing and I see it really helping people out and I see myself hmm, owning a house if God wants it owning a house and yeah I just see myself being successful like growth personal growth I see myself 
not being faced by what others say. I'm not right now, but I just want to get to that point where I can ignore it and I'll go back to it later on. Mm-hmm. Because it's so easy to say, oh yeah, I don't care what you say about me, but sometimes you do care because you, do, yeah. you go back to bed, it kind of comes back to you and you're like, oh man, why would that person say that about me? You know, yeah. I yeah. just want to get, I want to get to that point where I'm able to completely ignore it and I want to get to that point where I don't snap at people as fast as I do now yeah. because I do have a temper and I want to work on that as well. So yeah, success. That's why I see myself, you know, embodying and manifesting in five years. So, yeah. um, all right so i feel like i'm doing all the asking questions so miriam if you have any questions to ask me so it won't be about you know like an interview type of thing so if you have any questions definitely go ahead i bet i've been dying ask you this question because first of all I love your aesthetic and I love your love I live for it like every second of it I, I live you know so I just wanted to ask you if that's always been like your aesthetic and you just you know grew up with this kind of sense of fashion or did you go through a transition or did you did you have an emo phase or um, when you say aesthetic, do you mean just clothes or what is it? I mean, like clothes, the way you like you speak, the way you dress, the way, just who you are in general. Okay, I'm gonna start. Okay, so first of all, I definitely when it come, I want to start with the clothes side. Um, definitely, I went through a transition, a huge transition. So when I was like, like. I would say 10 years old. I definitely went through the tomboy stage. So I'd just be wearing jeans and all of them. It was gross. Like church, my mom would force me to go like wear church with it. Ah! At least I Okay, sorry. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, my mom would force me to uh, wear dresses and I'll probably be like, no, I'm not wearing a dress, sorry about that. I just didn't like the meaning of wearing a dress, to be honest with you. And like, I had to wear a dress every single Sunday. And then I think when I was like 12, 13, 14, um, I kind of experimented with dresses, you know what I mean? High heels and stuff like that. But it's kind of like a mix and match thing. Maybe I'll wear like a blazer with the dress or something like that, you know what I mean? The problem was, like, my mom, I think she thought that she knew what I wanted, but, like, once I was turning, like, 13, 14, then she knew, okay, this girl does not want what I, you know, told her. So, I would say, yeah, I did definitely want to a transition. Transition? Okay. Um, and then ever since, like, what now, I'm 17, like, anything just catches my eye i just feel like for me um when i um see a clothes i wanted to be number one has to fit obviously number two it has to um what's that word accentuate my feet my features because i'm skinny so you know what i mean Mm -hmm. wearing like like a straight dress just makes me look like a square so i want something Accentuates my like waist or something like that. Um, don't want to be looking like SpongeBob. So, um, um, so I look for something like more tight fitting clothes. I love tight um, fitting clothes. Um, so, yeah, to be honest with you, like my fashion, like you know, varies and stuff like that. Um, yeah, hopefully that answers the question. Um, when you said, when you said. You know the way I speak and the way I um, bring myself up. Am I gonna lie to you? Like, like just like you, like I was kind of lost as well. Like in primary school, like um, I would think I had to fit in this crowd, and mm-hmm. I had to try to be like for me to be in this crowd. Like I was accepted in the crowd, but like I found myself changing myself to fit in this crowd. 
and it was to a point where like I got exhausted. I got seriously exhausted about like following this crowd because I was like, why do I have to change myself to fit this standard? You know what I mean? So I made my own standard in the sense of way. Like if I can't fit a standard, I might as well just make my own standard. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I kind of found my Period. own. <laughs> um, I kind of found my own interest in the way. I'm still finding my own interest in the way. To be honest with you, like I don't think anybody sticks to one aesthetic. One aesthetic. Aesthetic. One aesthetic. Yeah. I think um, as humans, we always like evolve when it comes to style and you know thinking yeah. and stuff. I think, especially when we're going through our teenage years, I think we're definitely evolving. So I would probably see myself yeah. still changing. So hopefully that answers the question. Um, yeah. It does. Anything else? Um, what do you think confidence means to you? Yeah, what a nice question. Ooh, that's a tricky one. I think confidence for me is having the ability to accept who you are in spite of your surroundings, going for what mm-hmm. you want, in spite of your circumstances and mm-hmm. just pushing until you get what you want you know what i mean even if you have to go through through a room of people you don't like and still have to raise your voice well that's what confidence is and i think unfortunately in the world we live in i think people misunderstand what confidence is you know what i mean yeah, I agree. yeah. we think oh I'm better than this person, I'm better than so-and-so, but confidence doesn't have to be like that. Confidence is not, yeah, yeah. you know, having like a competition between who is the baddest of them all. That's cockiness right there. Mm-hmm. The cockiness yeah. is when you think you're higher than anybody else, which nobody than is. anyone else, exactly. Nobody, no one is higher than anybody else. So mm-hmm. I think when you stay in your own lane, you mind your business, keep it silent. That's what I've been doing for 2020. and. You raise your voice when necessary. I think that's confidence for me. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. I have, believe it or not, I grew up being a very, very shy person, mm. and um, I wasn't always able to go up to someone and be like, "Hey, I really like what you're wearing." And yeah. Yeah. I just think you're really pretty. I was never able to do that. I was never able to make friends because I was so shy. And mm-hmm. I also feel like confidence is being able to just be so natural around people you don't know. Yes. Just being able to like go up to someone that you've never seen before mm-hmm. and create a conversation. That also means confidence to me because it's just like you're so carefree. You know, what could possibly happen, you know? Yeah, yeah. but and like I also because I remember this one time. Um it was in school. This happened in school. Because mm-hmm. I always try to, not even trying to brag or anything, but I always try to, like, you know, see the good in people and try yes. to um, try to be friends with most of the, not friends, but, like, be cool with the people I know in school, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I remember this one time. <laughs> I was walking, I was walking um, through the corridors, and then I, oh. I heard a girl saying, Oh, she really thinks she's all that. In my head, I was just like, what? I don't think I'm all that. You exactly. think I'm all that. You know? Exactly. You're That's the one bad. saying that I'm all that. And I'm just going to have to agree with you because <laughs> <laughs> you said it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I agree with you. you know, you said. I didn't say it. It didn't come out of my mouth. So nice. I just feel like. People should just embrace it, you know? You should just embrace who you are completely. And you should just try to create your own personality and your own person. Mm -hmm. Don't really try to, you know, be someone else because you can't be anyone else. It doesn't matter if you guys have the same hair color, same Mm -hmm. eyes color, you were born on the same day. Even if you have a twin brother or sister, you're you're still not the same person, you know? So I just feel like it's very important to know your identity. Because if you don't know who you are, you're going to get lost 
in the middle of everyone else. Exactly. And if you don't know who you are, you're, you're going to get lost trying to find other people, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's very, very important to just have that, you know, perception of who you are. I love the way you said, um, you mentioned how you need to build yourself up. I'm all about building your foundation as a person because if you don't build your foundation from the start up, and I'm just going to put it out there, you can always start building your foundation wherever you are. I think it's important to start building your foundation because like you mentioned, it's so easy to be caught up and caught up what's trendy now. But if you know what's trendy for yourself, I think that will, I think that's what matters the most. Yeah, even in the recent picture I, po- I posted um, on my Instagram. Which was not. Um, oh, thank you, <laughs> thank you. So basically, a friend was just like, no, a friend, not only just a friend, a friend and my mom, they were like, what are you wearing? Why is your bra on top of your, your bralette on top of your, your um, turtleneck? I was like, I like how it looks. Exactly. And I don't really care if someone else is going to think that that's lame. Yes. It's fashion to me, so I'm going to wear it. I feel like fashion is not what's on the blogs or what's in the, you know, the cover of the yes. magazines. I don't feel like that's fashion. To me, yeah. fashion is what you like, mm-hmm. how you style it, and what you put it, you know? That's what I feel like. That's what I feel like fashion, what fashion is, basically. Yeah. 100% agree with you. I think fashion is expression through clothes. I think... Exactly. Even art, in fact. I, I kind of, like, consider it as art, to be honest with you. On the topic of fashion, my question to you is, if you had to spend one day in a country, mm-hmm. what you have to pick five pieces of fashion items, including jewelry, what items would you pick? Oh. <laughs> oh my god, okay. Let's just start with my obsession with shoes. High heels mainly, but I love all kind of shoes, but mm-hmm. I am just obsessed with high heels. So definitely a pair of heels. Either boots, I'd say boots because they're more comfortable, you know? So. I always have a handbag on me, so boots, a handbag, a hat, I'd say a barrette. I don't know how to pronounce it, but like, I think that's how you say it. Okay. And a skirt, definitely a skirt or a dress, because I am just such a girly girl. Mm. You're gonna catch me wearing a dress or a skirt 24-7, so either or, it doesn't really matter. And a jacket, because I cannot go anywhere without a jacket. I can't leave my house without a jacket. So, you yeah. went limit. It's supposed to be five, babe. Oh. <laughs> it's supposed to be five, babe. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna leave the dress out. I'm okay, yeah, leave it out. Leave it out. Leave it in the closet. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, oh, that's all right. But why a skirt, though? Like, you don't even know where you're going. It could be cold. <laughs> I'm sorry, boss. I mean, really, I hate to say this, but beauty is pain. Beauty is pain. Girl, it doesn't matter if it's freezing cold. If I have to choose between wearing jeans and wearing a skirt, I'm going to go right for the skirt because I just feel like it's just who I am as a person, you know? I just prefer the girly side and I don't really like wearing jeans that often. I know. And it's not that comfortable in my opinion so i'm gonna go with the skirt even if i freeze i'm gonna get home take a hush hot shower and i'm gonna be fine okay but while i'm outside i'm gonna be well dressed no matter where we're going if you tell me um don't dress don't overdress okay don't don't do too much I'm gonna do way too much because oh. I just feel like it's always better to be overdressed than underdressed. Okay, yeah. <laughs> because you're gonna get, you're gonna, you know, catch everyone's eyes and you're gonna make an impression or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you're underdressed, what's your excuse? What is you gonna say? You know what I'm saying? That's true. Everyone's just gonna look at you and like they're gonna just think that you don't even put in effort in yourself and like yeah. I do put a lot of effort in myself you know yeah mm-hmm. oh that's good that's nice 
Let me split it. Honestly, I don't know what to say anymore. Like, honestly, I ran out of topics, so, like... <laughs> We you don't know what to say. Well, do you have any more topics? We out here. Um, uh, let's see if I have any questions. Um, how do you feel about body image in social media? Now, um, body image, it's changing. Like I always say, uh, we humans, we always evolve, so it's always changing. Let me just say that. I honestly don't know. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm gonna keep it like a hundred with you. I honestly don't really care. Uh oh, unpopular opinion. I really don't care about uh body image and sense of weight. I just feel like if you're so comfortable in your um body, I don't think you need an image to represent that. And I'm not saying rep- rep- representation. Hello? Not hello. Hello. Uh-oh. Hello? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Yes, I can hear you now. Okay, could you uh, hear what I said? Did you hear what I said? No. <laughs> I want to edit it. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I should keep that or... Image, first of all, and then we'll jump into um, the impact social media has on me. Okay. My, my thing is, I've... Um, I've always been a skinny girl. I've okay. never, you know, there was there was never such a thing as, oh yeah, I have so much weight and then I lost weight. No, yeah. I'm genetically just skinny, you know. Mm-hmm. And I can have a little, a little fat here and there, but like I'm still in that category of a skinny girl. If you put yeah. me, you know, besides all the other people who are thick, slim, thick. I fit into the skinny category because I'm not there, okay? So, I just feel like there's a lot of pressure on us right now. Okay. Before, the standard used to be skinny girls are winning, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. And now, the tables have completely turned. Definitely. And I feel like all the thick girls and like the slim thick girls, mainly slim thick, they get so much praise and they're just like, mm-hmm. they validated and the skinny girls are kind of pushed back and they're like oh you, you don't have a fat ass then um you don't belong here yeah they're basically yeah. saying you don't belong to the cookout because you don't have this, <laughs> this, this style, you know? and, <laughs> and i just feel like it's very unfair because people just think that skinny girls don't have any struggles especially yeah. the girls who have a little bit of weight on them they mm-hmm. just think that we don't go through, you know, body image issues yeah. and problems. Yeah. But I just want to bring the light into that and just say that we do go through struggles because mm-hmm. we see you guys getting praised and like everyone wants to be thick nowadays. Everyone wants to be slim thick. Everyone wants to gain weight. Yeah. And no one really wants to be skinny anymore. You know? Yeah. So like, I just feel like right now it's so hard to kind of be confident in yourself if you're a skinny girl because no one really no one really wants to do that and you're seeing that some people even will go as far as calling you anorexic even though yeah, that's you're not it's just hard yeah it's, it's, it's awful and i just feel like people should be accepting of all body types not just one category. You know, I feel like people should praise skinny girls, big all girls, types, yeah. girls, all types. Yeah. We're all human, you know, and there's no need for such, such discrimination. Exactly, discrimination. Yeah. That's, that's what I wanted to say. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, wow. This is why I love you, because you just speak and just go, oh my gosh. Because how I viewed it, how I viewed it was like, it's just there. The thing about me is like, I'm kind of like, I've grown up to be like a more carefree person nowadays. I'm not even gonna yeah. like you. Like, if you think I'm anorexic, good for you. Like, you know, 2020 is basically the year I just don't give a damn. I don't give two flying pigs. Yeah. It's just like, you know, and I don't wanna be in- ignorant, ignorant, ignorant. How do you pronounce that word? I don't know what you're trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be like, <laughs> I don't want to be like, um, like, I don't, 
I don't want to be like that type of girl that's like, oh, she don't even care about these things. I do, but they don't, you know, mess up with my mind. They, they don't necessarily affect you. Yeah, yeah. You know the what I mean? Is still there, you know? It yeah. is, exactly. Just like, you know, you know, women and men, they're on this race. Like, you know, I see it, but like, it's not gonna, it's gonna affect me, but I'm not gonna, you know, cry blood. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not gonna I mean? stop you from going exactly, out about your day, exactly. getting your coffee and getting your shit done, basically. Exactly, you know? period. It shouldn't, yeah. shouldn't do that anyway. So in my view, I don't really necessarily kind of care, to be honest with you. I completely agree mm-hmm. with you with celebrating everybody type, but I just feel like for me, I already know I'm beautiful, so if you want to chat shit about my body type, that's completely fine with you. Hear well, it. I Tell him. I Tell him. I am. I know who I is. I mean, exactly. the Lord of Money. I feel like it's really important for, for us people who have reached the point of not caring to yeah. reach to these girls who still yes. care a lot. You know? Yes. Because give me the push. Because a lot of a lot of, a lot of people growing up now don't necessarily have parents who are 100% supportive yes. or who are present even, you know? So yeah. I just feel like if we have a platform, we should do something positive with our platform. So my laptop just died and I'm just recharging it and now we're back into the scenario. Okay, this is great because I was kind of wondering if we were recording <laughs> because I was just like, what happened? What happened? what happened? What happened was my battery went off and now we started. So, okay. you were talking about joining forces and I just wanted to give a quick shout out to my um, organization that I'm running with my friend, I'll bet, shout out to her. It's basically- I love her, girl. girl I know, right, all right. Because, because we, need, we need her here, we need her. Don't worry, get her. Yeah, don't worry, get her, don't worry, don't worry. Um, as I was saying, we have a program called A Girl Up, and it's basically a program where we teach young girls about having confidence and how you can have confidence because I really feel like if you can teach the younger generation now, it will be better. So that's why I kind it of it. amazing. It will be amazing. So, you know, we really started like a year ago, but we're going to try and, you know, really be consistent with it. But hopefully it will, you know, fly and kind of blast off. Or like you know whatever, <laughs> but uh, I'm really yeah. proud of you for that. I'm proud of you. It's yeah. it's really really good because we need to teach everyone from a young age how to be confident because it's gonna stop a lot of messed up things from happening. It really is, yeah. So we got ten minutes. What you got? Oh, ten minutes, it. <laughs> yeah, baby. Um, that comes off hard. Um, what do I want to talk about? Girl, I have no idea. Seriously, I know, and I talk a lot, so like, nah, how dude. am I running out of ideas? Like, we got so many, um, footage, so we'll probably just edit it and stuff like that. Should we just cut it here, yeah? yeah? I also, I just wanted to tell everyone that is out here and you're hustling but you're still not where you want to be mm-hmm. i just want to tell you that i'm proud of you baby and you're doing an amazing job keep going and i promise you that in the future you're gonna look back on this and you're gonna laugh because this is not even it's not gonna mean anything to you because you're gonna be so happy and you're gonna be so blessed and you're gonna be yeah. so fulfilled so successful that all the tribulations that you're going through right now they, they're not even gonna matter to you in like five years so just yeah. keep pushing keep your faith in god and keep praying and you'll be fine bro you literally just made me speak into the topic let's talk about freaking goals man and the struggles of hustling yes <sighs> let's start like to be honest with you i love when people make goals and then they achieve mm-hmm. them i love it so much but the hustle you know what's even better you yeah. know what's even better? Setting goals in silent. Oh, With no one even knowing what you set up. Because I feel like once you set 
a lot of goals and you start telling mm -hmm. people about them, you're really setting yourself up for failure. Exactly, exactly. Even silence is so important because you exactly. don't know what what it's in people's heart these days, you know? Exactly. No one wants to do better than them. So and it's why are you out there telling everyone your next move? You need to just sit down to yourself, talk to God. If you don't have no one to talk to, talk to God. Matter of fact, talk to yourself, okay? Be your own friend. You don't exactly. need to be going out there filling your business to people who don't have the best interest for you. So keep it to yourself. No one wants to know. Ain't nobody gonna know. Surprise yeah. everyone. Like, show up with a new car and no one will even know that you were saving for a car this entire time. You exactly. get me? So, exactly. I yeah. like that. Especially in the Bible, it does say, like, you know, um, about working in silence. It says, like, a phrase, but it was like, don't let your right hand know what your left hand is doing. And I didn't understand Period. it until, until God showed me, like, you know, you gotta work in silence. And I'm like, agreed. Um, on that note, Babe, we gotta cut it. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. I bet. But um for everybody listening, I just wanna say thank you for tuning into the first episode of Corey X Chats featuring Miriam. Definitely gonna do this hey. more often. I wanna thank you guys for listening and hopefully you have a blessed day and a blessed night whenever you're watching this and God bless. Bye. Before we do anything, Miriam wanna shout out your podcast. Um, sure. My podcast name is I Have Something to Say. If you type it on um, Spotify, you should be able to find it. And I'm just very grateful for anyone who listens to my podcast. If yeah. there's even two listeners, I'm already jumping up and down <laughs> because people are, two people actually listen to yeah. what I have to say. So, yeah. Yeah. That's and your Instagram? Say. Thank you so much. My Instagram, it's mm -hmm. It's Me Martinez. Um, yeah, that's my Instagram. Quite simple, Period. so, yeah. Period. You can check her out on her Instagram and her uh, Spotify and Anchor. Um, also, for me, my Instagram is is Cordell, and my podcast is Catching Up With Corey. Until then, my lovely people listening, see you later. Bye. Bye.